All right, we are live, man. We're rolling. We're rolling. We, but let me... we, we are rolling again, new episode. So, uh, yeah. Uh, how I'm was the weekend, right Angel? I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. We'll get into that. I'm heartbroken, though. <laughs> I'm heartbroken. It, exactly. Exactly. Before we get into all that, that mushy, gushy stuff, let's start off with the Grizz update. There are actually some really cool things to be proud of. Uh, if you're a fan of Montana athletics. Um, so I will kick it away, letting Adam take that role, and then we will get into uh, University in Idaho preview, or not preview, but recap, recap. Uh, from this past weekend's game. Uh, we're going to yes. uh, spend some time breaking it down as best as we can and then move it into a Sacramento State preview. So by all means, Adam, take it away before I crap myself. Exactly. Well, you know, one thing that uh... – is coming up, man, October 25th, uh, the maroon and silver scrimmages, uh, both men and women in Missoula, 7 p.m., and I think the women are at 5 p.m. as well. So definitely, if you guys can make it out there, go support them, uh, support their season coming up, and, and yeah, it, it, it's a great, great time to be had by all. So Yeah, just a chance for everybody to get together, so that's always a cool thing. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, men's tennis, uh, they are on the road as of the 21st this Friday. Uh, they're in Salt Lake City for the Utah Invitational. Um, so yeah, they are on, they're almost done with their season as well. So I believe the women are as, or the women are in Gonzaga on the 28th. So, uh, they're pretty busy. They're, they're winding down on their schedule as well. Um, so good luck to them and, and what they're doing and, and continuing to build on to their season and what they're what they're creating as well. So, hundred percent, man. Good luck to them. Go Grizz. Uh, soccer, soccer is winding down, man. They've got a couple more matches. Uh, they are this Friday at Idaho State and then this Sunday um, in Ogden. So they're both away games. You can watch those on ESPN Plus. Um, they probably have had. Uh, not the season that they've wanted. Um, they've had kind of a, a rough show. Um, they've been in all their contests, uh, but just haven't gotten the, the result they've wanted. They are right now looking at it. I think they're looking in like sixth place right now with seven points, uh, two and three or two and three and one in the conference. Um, they are, I believe the next week they are, will be doing the big side conference tournament um and then um they'll be hopefully maybe they can make a run at it and get themselves into the ncaa tournament um but probably not the result that they've wanted but continue to support them and and see what they're building out there the nice part about the man is that you can never count them out you know especially exactly. with coach c and obviously gabe being there as well too and a couple of their coaches i mean they're extremely talented and when it comes to that philosophy side of the coaching side things um, obviously, I've always had some really talented players, players, so you could just never count them out. So, I mean, it's yeah. one of those things is, like you said, probably not the season that they wanted or expected up until this point, but you can never count them out because you never know with those guys. Exactly. They've got heart, hearts and minds of champions, and so you yeah. never really can count them out. So, um, volleyball, man, uh, they've had a great season so far. Uh, Coach Lawrence has got that team going. Dude, they're so they're killing they, it, dude. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're doing, doing awesome. well. They are this Thursday. They are in Missoula and also Saturday. So definitely go support the ladies playing Weber State in Idaho State this this uh, this Thursday and Saturday. Um, if you do not know, 
Um, they are, are doing awesome. They're four and three right now. They're tied for fourth in the conference, um, you know, 11 and an eight overall. They're doing phenomenal. Like we said, historic year. They beat Montana State, um, beating some great, great teams as well. So if you haven't already, go check them out. Um, they would really, really appreciate it. Yeah, pack the house, baby. Let's go. Exactly. And that's all I've got. Angel, is there anything else you wanted to add with Grizz updates? No, man, 100%. I mean, it was a really exciting weekend for just sports in general. Um, yeah. Obviously, kind of looking back, and obviously the big thing that everybody's everybody that that comes to mind is obviously the Idaho Grizz game. You know, yeah. I think uh, uh, obviously this is the first loss of the season. Um, so we're going to spend some time kind of breaking it down. You know, normally yep. I think we usually take the approach of kind of looking, taking a little bit of a deeper look into the actual defensive side of the ball. I actually want to switch it up again. You know, I think it, it's time to move move the furniture a little bit, you know, maybe get a little bit of a different feng shui type of feel going right now. So there I want to go. start off kind of breaking down the offense. Um, take a look at the score. I'll kind of just break it down. Ottawa scored three in the first quarter, nine in the second quarter, 10 in the third, and then eight in the fourth. Um, as opposed to our scores were six in the first, seven in the second, third in the third, and seven in the fourth. And unfortunately, it just wasn't enough to come out with a W. Um, but let's start, let's start off with the offense. I think there's a lot to take away from this game. Uh, and so I'm really looking forward to kind of breaking it down. So, Adam, I guess on the offensive side of the ball, what are your initial thoughts? Um, well, there's, there's a lot to be um, desired that we, we didn't play – it's kind of hard to dive into if you look at it and you're like, whoa, what, what happened? Right. Yeah. If you didn't really look at, Oh, Hey, well, we only had the ball for 17 minutes. Uh, you would say, Great point, you know, yeah. well, what happened? We had 186 yards total, uh, had the ball for 17 minutes, a little, little more than 17 minutes, almost 18 minutes, 34 rushing yards. Uh, no running back had more than four carries total. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there was some huge missed opportunities. Um, and then there's some also, you know, Lucas Johnson had a, had a rough game. And, and you, could okay. fi- you could finally tell this game he was pressing. Um, and there's some instances where he was trying to do too much. He was trying to do too much. And you could tell by the result of the two interceptions late, um, you know, how bad we played on – offense and some of the things that we've done did wrong uh we're only down what seven points we had yeah. six points something like that we yeah. had opportunities um going down to the wire to to tie it or possibly take the lead um and so it, it the first result as as a fan as a is you know, not jumping ship because I'm never going to jump ship, but it's to like, oh my gosh, this is what happened, right? Um, I think uh, Lucas has kind of met his, he's got a lot of things that he needs to work on right now. He, he's not feeling it in the offense. He's not feeling, I don't think he feels secure right now in what they're doing. I don't think this offense has an identity. Um, they, they don't really... Are they going to be run? Are they going to be passed? I think that they need to kind of find that identity as a group of what they're going to do. Um, and so, you know, 
we, we've got a lot of things to work on. Um, mm-hmm. And that, it's kind of a hard kind of thing to say, but this is, this is when our season starts. This is when the rubber yeah. meets the road and you're going to really see, Hey, is this team going to grow into something and develop into something great? Or, Hey, are we going to struggle? Are we going to keep on struggling? And are we going to, you know, have a hard time making the playoffs? Um, Cause mm-hmm. you know, it could go both, both ways. I, I would like to still think that we we're in a good position where, Hey, we've got two hard games. You know, we could go one and one. We could go two and two and zero. Oh, we could go on two. Uh, but these next two games are going to be very vital to how we are going to be at the end of the year. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, when we break it down, uh, Johnson was twenty for thirty-seven. Uh, he had two touchdowns and two interceptions that were just—I uh, mean, they broke—they broke the fans' heart. You know what yep. I mean? It broke yep. my heart to see simply because it's—it's it's a little bit uncharacteristic uh of johnson to throw those types of picks mm-hmm. you know don't get me wrong nobody's perfect you make mistakes but those one in, in particular i think it had everybody kind of scratching their head yeah. you know i think you made a really good point right off the bat time of possession you know it's a very very common sense type of thing but it's really hard when you have that less time obviously equals less opportunities yeah. you know i think uh when i was looking at it i think uh they basically ate the clock most of the first quarter I mean, we oh, didn't yeah. get a first down until I think three minutes left in the first. You know, if, I might be mistaken. I might be a little bit off with everything, but just bear with me. You know, I think looking at this as as a as a whole, you know, from the offensive side of things, I think we beat ourselves. I don't think they beat us. You know, I think uh, they came to play. You know, and they had arguably, probably, I mean, you know, potentially, I guess, to see how the rest of the season pans out, the best game that they could possibly have against a really tough opponent, especially mm-hmm. being on the road. So kudos to them, you know, taking nothing against them. I don't know if you guys knew that know this, but we had Dallas Hammer, uh, who actually runs Tubs at the Clubs. He is a diehard Idaho fan. So he <laughs> was talking smack rest of the night, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it was all friendly. It was all fun and games and he really didn't say too much. Um, but what a treat it was to have him on here. But this was one of those games where he said, you know what, if we, I, I think at the end of the game, at the at, when we give our predictions, he says, you guys are going to win, basically. Long story uh-huh. short. And, and that didn't end up being the case. And uh, he says, if we do win, though, you know, this could mean serious implications about playoff standings and where we're going to be sitting at and those sort of things. But I ultimately think that we beat ourselves. I didn't think they beat us, you know. Yeah. And I think that's just because we shot ourselves in the foot in a lot in a lot of situations. You know, yeah. when you think about some of the balls that were thrown, you know, overthrown a lot, you know. Uh-huh. And, and, and there were catches that if they would have been, you know, a couple inches, you know, closer to the receiver's hands, we may have had more of a chance. You yeah. know, again, thinking about to uh, that Bergen touchdown pass, what an incredible oh touchdown gosh, to have. Yeah. I mean, really, that that's a highlight reel type of play. Yeah. But ultimately, when I was looking back on it, he had the receiver beat. You yeah. know, he had yeah. the receiver beat. He didn't have to throw as long as a ball he could have just you know toned it down just a little bit in order to make an easy pass touchdown there you go you know so because of that you know you start to kind of break it down and you start to start to think okay what's going on here why is that you know when i when i think about it you know i started i I watched it i rewatched again today and i was watching the offensive line i said okay you know what maybe i missed something the the first time when i when first time i watched it because i was out Mm -hmm. portland oregon i was celebrating a wedding i was watching off my phone you know so i was like maybe i missed something but looking at the offensive line play, I mean, I, when it comes to pass protection, he had the time. Yes, he, he did. had the time. 
Yep. So this is obviously a shout out to the pass protection game that we had with the offensive lineman, but also one of those things where you kind of said it, he just didn't seem like he was in sync. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was a little bit off. He seems like he, you know, one of the things that I, I, I thought today was just like, he, he looks anxious back there. Yeah. You know, he yep. looks like, I don't, I don't, I just, I just watching the game didn't lead me to believe that he had that complete faith in that offensive line. You know, when I know, no, obviously he does as a player, because that's mm-hmm. just the mentality you have as a football team, you know, but it was one of those things where he, he looked anxious. He looked nervous. You know, well, one, one thing that I kind of saw that from that too is like the first, you know, um, five games, he would use his legs. He, he didn't use his legs much this game either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that, you know, that's one of his, his great attributes is, is he can use the his legs and kind of stretch that defense where they have to be honest and they kind of have to align for him. He didn't do that much here as well. Um, he didn't use his legs. He kind of stayed in the pocket a little bit more than he, he usually does, which, you know, I, 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 I I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be a little hard. I'm going to be the, I'm going to be that chaotic fan angel. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we, we beat ourselves. Right. And I would say. And that's that, up for opinion. Other people no, might say yeah, differently. That's exactly. just that. That's exactly what I think. You know, just yeah. thinking about the calibers of these two teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, in every fact of the game, you can tell that we were the superior team when it comes to our offensive yep. line versus their offensive line. I mean, we held our own. We gave them time in the pocket as opposed yep. to their offensive line. I mean, half the time, I mean, when you look at the actual, you know, the camera in front of the actual offense, half of their backs were turned, you know, trying to stop a block, you know? Yep. And so because of that, it just leads me to believe that we were superior in, in basically almost all our positions for the most part. You know, so that's yeah. why I believe that it was a game that we shot ourselves in the foot and we took ourselves out of the game, you know, a lot well, of times. And that's what I was, I was going to say is, is yeah, the, that we took ourselves out. But I believe some of it has to be with coaching, too. And, and, and if you listen to the post game, uh, uh, post uh, game conference, uh, how was the first one to say that? Hey, we didn't coach well. We didn't play well. Um, buck stops with me. But we aren't using our weapons the way I, I thought we would be using. We have a high-class running back, tight end that I, I, I forget that Cole Grossman's out there. You know mm-hmm. that <laughs> he 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 is a once-in-a-lifetime you know player that we you could forget that he's out on the field. Uh, we don't use him the way that I thought we would. And and do we have too many weapons? Do we have so many weapons that, hey, it's hard to get touches for everyone? And that's probably true. Um, I was glad that they actually used Flowers with a run and kind of got him going um, yeah, early sweet. in that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we should have ran over this team with the run. Like, yeah. we should have we, we just ran the ball, which was kind of weird because I think we kind of got punched in the face and – we kind of, you know, we're doing okay. We were, we were, had the lead, and then we, you kind of did some self-inflicting um, things that kind of switched the momentum, and then we just did not run the ball. Uh, mm-hmm. We did not run the ball. We didn't have the ball, and so I think that would kind of got us worried too. Is hey, uh, we're down. We got to score now. We mm-hmm. we don't. We're not going to have the ball. We're gonna, we got to score now. And so then that kind of um, that gets in your head, but we should have ran the ball so bad on this, this team. Um, and it, it's kind of disheartening because the line, the line did really well. Um, in the past, bro. Yes. In the past yes. protection. Yes. In the past, um, yeah. 
you know, there's some to be desired in, in the run game, but there's a lot I, to do, happy. and and that's that's where I I do get critical, you know, because it's it's a tough thing, you know, being playing the position, you know. I am speaking from a little bit of a, you know, I'm putting myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I know it always feels like our fault, you know, when, when things don't go our way, you yeah. know, if the if we have a great game in the past game, definitely be sure that that we are scrutinizing ourselves over the run game, and vice versa, you know, if we have a yeah. really successful run game not as great pass protection, you know, we want to be complete as whole. And so I know it's just the nature of the position to look ourselves in the mirror and say, like, we didn't do enough as a unit. So I know there's a little bit of responsibility that they take on um, given the circumstances. And uh, yeah, I did say that we did have great protection, but I also do agree the run game should have been there a little bit more, should have been a little bit more apparent. You know, we hand those guys in the pass protection, you know, always leads me to believe that if, if we can handle you that way, we can handle you anyway, you yep. know, because I do believe a pass protection is a lot more thought provoking than as opposed to, you know, a run game. You know, yeah, there, there's certain things. You, I mean, you're responsible for your stack. You're responsible for your two guys if you're doubling up, but w- whether it be, you know, a kill or nose or those sort of th- those sort of situations, you know, but uh, the pass game gets a lot more intricate. a lot. You, you have to think a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So because of that, it leads me to believe that we should have ran over those boys a whole lot more than yeah. we did this past Saturday. So I know they're filling that responsibility. I know they're taking that blame, which is a mm-hmm. good thing, simply because that's what you want on offensive line, knowing, hey, you know, lick your wounds, but also understand, hey, we got to be ready to work back on Monday. And I know that we're already past that for that team that we're recording here on a Tuesday while we'll the episode out tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, but it, it's one of those things where it, it's tough to see. Simply yeah. because you expect so much more, and we just we just fell short of that. And I and I know I know they're kicking themselves in the foot right now. Well, and to to come off a bye, you know, this is our bye week. They they had extra time, uh, which is is kind of alarming to me. Um, and if you look at the you know the data, uh, we've had a hard time the last you know four or five years. We've had a hard time coming off um, bye weeks. Uh, no. We haven't played very well. Um, which is, is something to kind of look at too. Well, what's going on? What's going on? What's, what's wrong? Is it a scheme? Is it, what do we need to get better at so that we don't have those lulls? Because right now, man, we've got some huge games coming up. We've got a huge game this Saturday, um, in a, a area where it's going to be, a, it, it's at night and we'll get into that later, but, uh, it, it, do we need to change something up on the offense? Um, one thing that I I would say, throw out there is, do we need to look at, you know, only running two running backs out there? Um, I, I, my honest opinion, and I would love to hear from um, Grizz Nation, is um, do running more than two running backs kind of harness a running back from get, getting going? Because I really do feel like, Hey, it, it, it these guys need a little bit more reps. They do need to feel like they're, they're they've got something going on, um, and so I think that we maybe need to cut it down to hey, these guys, these are going to be our running backs. Maybe we're going to use one of these other guys, especially in goal line situations. Um, but I, I think that that would help. And I don't know what you think, Angel. What what are your thoughts? You know what? I think the utilization of both running backs, I think it's a really powerful thing because we haven't had that in such a long time. Yeah. So I don't know necessarily know if I agree 100% with the, hey, we got to dumb it down and make it a little bit more simplified. Um, I think altogether, 
I just think we need to execute. I think that's that that that's what really stood out to this game. It wasn't necessarily the fact that hey, we need to implement more of this and more of that. Although it would be nice, it would be nice, and we, we do have a lot of uh, potential schemes that we can implement into the game in order to you know make be a little bit more creative. You know, challenge teams in certain ways that they haven't been challenged before because we can do it all if we really want to. You know, but establishing, like you had said in the beginning, and this is something that when you brought it up right now, it's just like, you know what, actually, you might have a little bit of a point. Establish a little bit of an identity. You know, I think we need to be grounded in a couple different things. You know, when it comes to like one thing that I noticed that I remember at one point in time in the game, I remember it was Bergen was out there, uh, Malik was out there. Um, and they were running towards our sideline and Lucas was was trying to make a play. I think utilizing that relationship right there might be extremely advantageous um, simply because I do think that regardless of who they we play, they respect both equally. They both oh, know yeah. that they are dangerous, dangerous players. So because of that, I think there's a little bit of hesi- uh, a little bit of a hesitation on opposing defenses. And that could potentially open up some bubbles in order for, you know, Lucas to make a play. And so I think utilizing both of those guys might be a a potential scheme that we can do. When it comes to the run game, I just think we need to get down and get dirty. You know what I mean? Get down and get really dirty. I know that we have some experience up there. I know we have some newer guys. I know their whole mindset is a dominant offensive line uh, attitude. That's that's just what the mantra is over there, and that's the expectation. But I do think that it needs to be more apparent um, moving forward on the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally, because we're going to go up into two teams that that are going to be have that attitude on that offensive line, and mm-hmm. we're going to need to we're going to need to match it. Um, yeah. And so, one thing also is uh, we haven't seen, and and this is just my thoughts. Have we have we seen the 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 playbook open up? Uh, I feel I really feel like we're That's running the same kind of thing, and and you know. Knowing what Bobby Coach Hawk likes to do, he like he doesn't like to show his cards, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And we've gone over this a couple times in in some of the games. Is he's going to show what he wants to show, and he's going to show other things farther down um, the season to make sure that he has the advantage. You know, is that healthy? Is it is it a good strategy? You know, it might be good farther down the line, but. Hey man, if you need to, if you need to win a game and you need to play and you're not willing to go to it because you don't want to show it, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna have re- repercussions to your season. Um, and I think that if you are going to put yourself and say, "Hey, we we feel confident in our guys that our guys are better than your guys," we should yeah. have all the plays out on the table and say, "Hey, come try stop us." This, these are all of our plays. You can see all of our plays. We don't care. We're better than you. Try to stop us. Yeah, 100%. I, I see. I, I can maybe see a little bit of that. But also on the other side, you know, I think Bobby does a really good job of playing chestnut checkers. And I think that's a philosophy. Obviously, I've said that multiple times throughout the season. Um, I mean, how long have we been doing this podcast for? Maybe a year and a half, two years almost? Uh, a little over two years, I think. Yeah, yeah I think a yeah. little bit. Jeez, man, time's flying. Goodness gracious! But you know what? I think um, I think uh, I think it's a smart strategy. But I do do think at a certain point in time, um, there needs to be that okay. 
like uh like how you said earlier you know the post game conference that bobby said you know what we, we were all coached today we we're all played today in a lot of ways you know yeah i think maybe having that in your arsenal and just prepping for that i think it goes a long way you know what i mean yeah. one thing that i was thinking about is just like you know the deep ball you know i yeah. mean we haven't we haven't we haven't really challenged defenses um on those types of coverages to really be able to say, you know what, our guys are going to go deep and we're going to catch those 50-50 balls. You know, yeah. we, we come down on it more than more than not, you know. So because of that, there's just so many things that we can start to implement. And obviously being removed from the game and obviously, you know, Adam being a, a, a fan of, of yeah. it's hard for us to sit here and speak because we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But all yeah. we can do is is, is reflect and, and know that the potential of this offense there's still so much more, which is a good thing. Obviously, we still have, you know, a lot more left in the season. And I do think that uh, we are, 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 it's grind time, basically. It's yeah. grind time. You know, and I think starting to utilize some of those packages, uh, some of those schemes is going to be super advantageous. But I think uh, we should have opened it up just a little bit more in um, this past weekend, at least. Well, and uh, watching the game, um, you know, Marty Morningwig, uh, the great, uh, Grizz, uh, quarterback, was doing the play-by-play, and I love listening to him because he's there's so much knowledge there. Uh, he said one thing that kind of stood out to me is, you know, it seems like this Grizz offense is out of whack, and they aren't. Um, but mm-hmm. to a regular fan, it might think that they're they're way off, right? It might it might seem like they're they're miles apart. But honestly, he said that. It, if you're not knowing what they're doing, you know, you could change something subtly and get better at something subtly and, and you could feel like it's it's clicking, right? And so I'm hoping that's that's what, what it is, is we just need to get a couple things clicking, uh, a couple things evened out um, so that we're clicking again uh, because, you know, our offense has got to help our defense, right? If, if our offense doesn't help our defense, it's going to be a repeat of last year where our defense is top five in the nation, and then they just get pummeled because they're so tired by the end of the game, by the end of the season, that they yeah. just don't have any have any juice left. Um, yeah. And so uh, I'm hoping that they kind of open up the playbook this, this next week, that, you know, uh, Lucas kind of feels a little bit more secure in what they're doing, that he kind of relies – just just rely on his, on the playmakers, man. You don't yeah. have to be the 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 quarterback that is, you know, dissecting offenses and stuff. Just give the ball to your playmakers. Give it to Flowers. Give it to Bergen. Give it to Knight. Um, but man, we've we've got to run the ball. We've got to run the ball, which I I thought we would have done kind of match what Idaho was doing in in securing that kind of time of possession is just go right back at at it with what they were doing to us is just run the ball down the middle and and just secure some of that that field but uh it didn't happen it was hard to watch it was hard to to see uh us lose to idaho in the last what i think it was like 20 some years it's it's been a long time that's all i know and i just know that it's been a long time and i think uh Going back to some of those just basic foundation, some of that basic foundation of just being able to trust that, hey, your offensive line got you. I, I'll, I'll be comfortable back here. You know, going back to, you know, the basics of, hey, that's one of our philosophies in the program. We run the ball. You know, yep. we look forward to it. We want to run the ball. You know, 
And so maybe just challenging the offensive line, those backs, the quarterback to know, hey, you know what? I know we have a talented, you know, quarterback, you know, um, but just being able to diversify our playbook just a little bit, you know, is going to be, you know, it's going to be huge for us down the stretch, especially going into these really, really, really big games. You know, I kind of think, um, uh, I think of the acronym KISS, you know, keep it simple, stupid, you know, And, and, you know, and I think uh, that's been the philosophy um, up up until this point, you know, keeping it as simple as we possibly can, because one, keeping it simple, you know, kind of breeds a little bit of a better execution plan. You know, you're actually able to execute yeah. it because you that's all that you, you know, run and practice, run and practice. But with the type of offenses that we have, you know, I mean, starting to look to get a little bit creative and, and challenge our guys a little bit, you know, because those guys are up for the challenge, I think is going to be super huge for us. And so it's one of those things is, you know, I think as a fan, we, we feel you know, we're in this indifferent kind of spot right now simply because we know what we could be, you know, yeah. and we're always chasing that could doesn't yeah. ever mean that we'll get there. You know, I mean, for the, you know, four and a half years, four years that I played at the university, it was always, hey, I know what we could be. I know what we're chasing. I don't know if we'll ever get there, but I know what we could be. And that's why it was always so tough when something like this happened, simply because it was poor execution, you know, and and, uh, and, and we know that. And, and but but the, the, the beautiful part about that is is that I think we have such a special team that I see it bounce back 100%. You know, yeah. uh, looking at the grand scheme of things, being 5-1 and one is not a terrible place to be sitting at right now. You know, no. there's still a lot of potential. There's still a lot of hopeful, you know, hopefulness, I guess, remaining throughout the season. And so it's just one of those things of going back to some of those basic foundations. Calm down back there. We got you. You know, so one hey, thing that, oh, sorry, go ahead, sorry. No, yeah, and just just like just I was just gonna finish off by saying, you know, trusting those receivers, you know, yeah. understanding when's the right time to, you know, make a play. You know, don't 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 rush it. You know, you got time back there, especially with those guys up front. Um, and just just letting the ball do the talking, man. Let us play a little bit. And I think uh moving forward, we're gonna start to see some of those things simply because I know it was a good punch to those coaches. As much yeah. as it was to those players, I think it was even more to those coaches because this this is this is everything to them. This is what they've embedded their lives into doing. And I know, I know it's all about winning. It's never about losing, you know. Yeah. And I know we hound we on that so much as a program. So it's one of those things is I think I think there's gonna be some fun stuff to watch moving forward from our offense. And and, and totally. I, I think, you know, like what you said going off of what you said, Angel, we haven't played a full game. I wouldn't mm-hmm. I would say we may, maybe played two maybe to average two quarters of a game. Cause I think that we haven't had to play a full game. Uh, this was the first game where we would have had to play and played a whole game. And even then <laughs> you could say, Hey, we almost, we could have had a shot to win this game. And, and yeah, we hundred percent could have, we, yeah, we, we could have stole this could've. game. Um, but one alarming thing that I I'm thinking is it, it seems the last couple of years, um, that we've had these stretches. We've had these two game stretches where um, we have either played down to opponents or haven't, haven't done what we were, we were expected to do off of a buy. It, is it something that is um, something that we need to change in the program? Is it something that we need to change with how we're, we're, we're preparing because it does seem like something something isn't clicking where we're having these lulls in the season. And one thing that, that 
Um, I, I, I just, I cringe. And then this might be totally different with other people. And if you like it, it's fine. But I just, I can't, I can't stand the, uh, return to dominance. Okay. Uh, it, it, it makes me kind of cringe and, and it's not that I don't want that, but when you are a dominant team, right? You don't say you're dominant. You go out and prove it and you let your, your play say that. Right. Um, and so I think that, you know, our hashtags and our, you know, um, things that we put out there, you know, hashtag RTD return to dominance. Well, mm-hmm. we, we're not there. I, I, I don't think I, going back to the early two thousands where we were dominant, where we were making semifinals and championship games. Um, we're, we're not, we're not, I don't think we're, we're, we're there. We're not, we're not to that RTD. We're not to that dominance. And, and it kind of bugs me when people are saying, well, we got to return to dominance. Well, I, I just think that that should be done on the field and not, thrown out there where we're making hashtags and and having you know sayings about it because we're we're not we're not there we mm-hmm. have a, a a far line to get to that and it just kind of makes me think well if you know the cats can you know make a championship game and vegans first game or first season you know do we need to change something drastically where we can get to there because you know it it just seems like and i'm kind of rambling but it just seems like we're every season we're at the same spot where we haven't developed into what we need to be we haven't developed um our offensive line we haven't developed um players as much as we should have um, and so is it something that we need to change because uh, we're not returning to that dominance right now? I think we're, we're in a, a position where we could be there someday, but it's been four years and, and we're still not there. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is where I a little bit kind of respectfully disagree, uh, okay. but I'm actually kind of curious, too. I mean, what what what's missing in your opinion? What's um, is it? I mean, let's break it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, is this yeah. where do you feel? I mean, is it old line play? Is it quarterback play? Is it receiver play? You know, where do you feel like we don't have a dominant position on any team that we've played so far? Well, and I'm not saying that we don't have dominant players, I'm saying our team, like whole wise, isn't to that dominant position. We have dominant players, we just don't, I, I don't think we get the best out of them right now. Hmm. Um, I, why, I, I, why do you think that is like, where, where do you think that lies? You know, I, I have no clue. And that's or is, that, my, is that, is that the golden, is that the question? That's, that's my question is, is why aren't we, we getting the best out of, of, uh, cause we have, we have talent there, there, there is, there is this team is by far the most talented that that Bobby has had in his his four or five years whatever. This is the most talented team. We our talent can rival any of the contenders into this season. But can we consistently get that talent to play at a level where they can be? And I'm seeing some of it. I'm not seeing you know. Uh, 
a lot, a lot of it. Uh, the line, you know, that that's been kind of a, a thing that we've all have said that, that they have the talent. They haven't had that attitude. Like you said, like the offense of the Dola, right. They haven't had that attitude where they're smash mouth, where they're just pile driving and, and, pan, uh, you know, pancaking, uh, blocking all these guys. I, I think that we could get there. We have some talented guys, you know, our wide receiver core it is very talented, uh, running back. Very talented. You know, we've got some guys that are, are, are that teams would die to have on their team. Um, you know, I think Lucas is a good quarterback. I think we have good quarterbacks behind him. Have we developed those guys? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I I, I I I can't say that because I haven't seen I haven't seen those guys play. I I really truly feel like Chris Brown was halted last year from his development because they didn't play him they weren't allowing him to develop because they were kind of holding him back with you know what they wanted him to do um and so uh, that that's my question out there is 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 this dominance that we're trying to get to what is holding us back from that um and it's kind of alarming because we're we kind of hit these strides in the seasons where we falter and then, you know, we try to get back and we, we get back to where we, we think we, we can contend and, and then we um, make an, uh, an exit in the, the playoffs. Um, and I think there's some things on defense that we need to change. And I think that they tried to this, this last game where they, they saw some things, but it just didn't happen. Um, but what are your thoughts, Angel? I don't, I don't know if I answered your question because I think I'm just kind of searching. <laughs> no, yeah, hundred percent. I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I mean, like you said, you're just looking for that question of, yeah. of what do we need to do to return? You know, yeah. and I think that's where you're kind of coming from. Not necessarily saying that uh, we don't have the infrastructure in place in order to be successful. It's just more of the where's that execution that you know i guess that that expectation kind of lies you know and so i think uh so when it comes to the mantra you know i think it when it comes to return to dominance it's all mindset based you know that is what we are striving to do you know just like when we when we meet at the beginning of the season or throughout throughout the year basically you know it's the same conversations what do we need to do to you know be successful in the game you know okay obviously we need to you know stop the run Obviously, you know, we need to be really good on third downs. We need to run the, run the ball. You know, we, we just need to be efficient. And so where does that execution kind of lie? And um, it, it brings up, you know, an interesting point, you know, where, and you just kind of mentioned it yourself. You said, you know, we have such these highs, high, the high of highs, and then we have these low of lows. Yeah. And it leaves you wondering, what do we need to do to be right here in the middle? You know what I yeah. mean? To be consistently and kind of, and um, that, that is the golden question. You know, yeah. when, when, or when are we going to get there? You know, so I, I like the mantra of return to dominance because it gives us something to chase and it, it, it's a yeah. goal, just like yeah. anything else, just like anything we else have in the program. It just obviously takes a step back and looks at the broad scheme of things. Um, so I, I, I actually like it as opposed to, you know, the cringiness that you get out of it. I, well, I'm, I'm, well, well, no, and, and, and I don't, and I think, you know, for player wise, that's awesome. That's like, I, I think that those things, you know, that, the, the RTD, I don't think that should be used out in the public. I think that that's something that, you know, should be inside, inside, in, in house, right? That, that, that's mm-hmm. just for the players, you know, cause I, 
I can say, hey, yeah, RTD, but that that that's not up to me. That 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 I have no role in that. I am sitting on the couch, watching and and trying to be involved as much as I can. But that's not up to me. That's up to the mm-hmm. players, and they're they're working their butts off, and so are the coaches. And so you know something like that, like it's cringeworthy to me because I have no involvement in it. It's it, it it's cringeworthy to me because. I don't think we're there. And I think other people think we are there. And mm. so that's why it's cringeworthy to me. And I don't, I don't, and hopefully people don't get mad at me for that, but if they are, you can, you can hit me up and we can talk about it, but it, it, it's, it's something that I think we are, it is a good thing for players, for the fans. We, we have no, no involvement with it. Um, and so something like that, I wish that was just, for the players and, and, and the, the in-house staff um, because I want them to be dominant. I want them to, you know, be pummeling these guys uh, like they, like we used to and consistently. Right. And like this last first five games, you know, obviously they, they were, there were teams that did not have a winning record. You know, uh, Idaho was our first team that had a winning record you know, we're going to be playing some teams that have winning records now. Um, and this is this is a, a do or die type of situation with with our season um, where the rubber meets the road. And we've got we've got to perform and we've got to figure some things out. And I, I wish we were able to figure them out before this. This kind of road trip that we're going to be on. Um but it's not going to work out that way. And I think that we just need to, like you've said, Angel, get back to what we know, get back to what we, we know we can do well and can be confident in and build off of that um, because it's do or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from a hundred percent. You know, I think uh, from a player's mindset, you know, we are chasing a dominance and I think uh, kind of like, I just reiterated right now, or I'll reiterate right now that uh, we have this, we have, all all the makings of greatness you know what i mean we we truly do and that that is a special thing for 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 me to think of simply because we've been good you know we've been good for the last couple years you know going from where i started the program to where i left the program i left the program and i thought okay we're a good team you know we have that potential and now those expectations get heightened simply because we are on the verge of potentially a great team you Mm -hmm. know Yep. When you think about, you know, those times that we won those national championships, um, there was a loss during both those seasons, oh, you yeah. know? And so because of that, you know, uh, there, there, there's that fine line. What do you do now in order for to, to not be known as a good team, but a great team? Yeah. And I think it just boils down to simply the execution. I think as, as, as coaches, you know, they need to come up with a game plan that, that the players can execute, you know? And whatever the case may be, because ultimately we we may want to utilize all these schemes and these strategies, but ultimately it might be a detriment to the team. You never know, you know. And so because of that, that's why we always emphasize and we tell people, hey, we're just a bunch of cat potatoes that like to talk, you know, (laughs) simply because we don't necessarily know. I do think that in order to be that great team, it simply boils down to the execution. Will you be able to net up in those in those tougher games? Because from here on out. It is nothing but tougher games. Besides, obviously, granted the Cal Poly game, fuck them. But um, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, don't don't say anything. We get we got we we gotta we gotta win all these games, man. We gotta you know I, I 
just looking at it and like I'm just looking I'm just looking at yeah you're right you're right I mean knock on me you know ultimately winning every single game is a hard one but still you know what I mean obviously when you look at you know you know matchup to matchup you know you have every single team that matches up pretty well against you and it's going to be a dog fight you know and then obviously Cal Poly they may not have that for that certain infrastructure in place but obviously they have a really good coach and coach Baldwin you never really know so again you're right you're right for saying that but ultimately it's the same attitude towards every team fuck them you know you know I I'd love and that's just a competitor to me and it's just I think it boils down to just that execution in order to return to dominance because you know I think we're on the brink of it you know and this is uh this is going to be a special year that I think propels us this next couple of years. And obviously I'm thinking of Ed, it's always short-term or short-minded, short-term minded, I guess, when it comes to, you know, thinking about the season, who we play. But ultimately I think this is going to be a big trajectory as far as where the program goes and, you know, kind of the, the philosophy of, of how great can we be? You know what I mean? You yeah. know, when you think about, obviously you never like to compare, but you think about those Alabamas, I mean, it's consistency. They're consistently oh, yeah. really good games. They get and in those tight games, in those really tight games, it doesn't matter who they who they play against. They're always right there. There's yep. always a chance, and more times than not, they come out on top. So, yep. what do we need to do as a program in order to get past that threshold, go to the other side, and be, basically be a little bit more consistent in our winnings? Because we had an opportunity to win this game. We truly oh, yeah, did. Totally. You totally know. Did. And so that's where that question lies. What do we need to do to get over that hump? You know, well, to and, kind of start firing on all cylinders and be, you know, consistently good, you know, as a team, not necessarily as one position group, because it's obviously a, it's a whole, you know, but yeah. what do we need to do? And that's the question. But I love the return to dominance. You know, I, I love, I love the mindset simply because, you know, it was something that I, it wasn't even a thought to me. It was just like, I just want to be a part of now it's, hey, you know, I want to dominate this whole league, you know, yeah. and that's just Bobby's mindset. But now it's a different day and age of football than what he, what he came through his first, first stint, you know? So how do we kind of adapt because the football football is going to change in certain ways, you know, but it always comes down to the basics, you know, and what can we do? How can we dominate in those basic facets of the game in order to, you know, really be the next, the next great team? Yeah. Well, I got a question out for you because, you know, we've talked about it that, you know, we don't have, not not necessarily at an identity, right? Have you ever felt that you know going into a game when you were playing Angel? Did you ever feel like, hey, we we were lost here, where we don't have an identity? Can you go through a game and and feel like that? And by the end of the game, do you feel like you might grow in that area and say, hey, I think we found our identity in one game, or is it a couple game instance where you kind of find that? No, I think that's if I'm being honest with you, I think the identity kind of factor is more a of a fine fan fan, fan mindset. Excuse me, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think that's a little bit more of a fine fan man, mindset. When I played those games, I knew who we were. Yeah. I 100% knew. There was no doubt in my heart, there was no question in my mind that I know I am better than this guy. I know our group is better at this guy and if I lack or I struggle against certain opponents that I have all these other guys on my side to be able to say, hey, pick pick up the slack, you yeah. know, or tell me, look me in the face and say, hey, you're not doing your job. You need to be better. You have a certain responsibility. You have a certain role. You signed up. You chose, you know, and you worked your ass off to be out here on this field. Yeah. Make it fucking count. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. so because of that, it was never an identity thing. I always felt regardless of, of whatever season or whatever year, 
I always felt that I had an identity. I always felt that we had an identity. It all came down to execution. There were games where I felt at the end of it, I said, you know what? We just didn't execute the way we needed to. Things didn't go our way. It's a game of football, which makes it so exciting as a fan. Oh, yeah. But ultimately, as a player, you're sitting there, you know, wondering after the game, spending the rest of that afternoon, you know, by yourself or with your buddies thinking, what the hell did we do to lose that game? You know? <laughs> Yep. So, it, so it, it, it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know, because yeah. you get so I mean, for guys that I, I think in the grand scheme of football, you have somebody and I've said this multiple times, you have somebody controlling every aspect of your life. I think after football games, it's one of the only times that you get to sit down with yourself, maybe even after practices, so you get to sit down with yourself and really kind of challenge yourself to think, what can I do to be better? What do we do to not execute enough, you know? Yeah. Where do we, where do we, where do we struggle as offensive unit? You know, because yeah. immediate, it's all going to be the same stuff. Hey, you know what? We just didn't perform. We're ready to compete. We're done with last week onto this week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but it's those those after hours where you sit there and you kind of look at yourself in the mirror, and that's a beautiful part about it because you want to challenge yourself. And I think I think that's where it gets exciting simply because we're heading into this back stretch of the season where we really need to push ourselves and challenge ourselves and dig deep. Because, I, you know, I mean, this is a little bit of a different comparison. But when I wrestled out, I used to wrestle when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I remember my freshman year, you know, it was back and forth. You know, we were going into third period. And uh, it was basically a battle. And I remember at one point in time, um, I lost simply because I, I didn't have it in me. You know, and it was one of the most disheartening moments of my wrestling career. Because I remember laying there after and I saying, you know what, I, I gave up. I gave up. And, and that's a tough thing to say as an athlete. Look at yourself and yeah. say, you know what? He, he didn't beat you. You gave up on yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think in these moments, that's exactly what we're doing. And not to say that this weekend was a give up situation. Not at all. I don't think that's the case. No. But I do think that we are going to, you know, be a little bit introspective and look inside and say, what do we need to do to make sure that we grind this thing out? Because it's going to be dirty the rest of the year. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah, because I, you, you knew from, you know, I don't think any of our players quit, but you mm. knew you knew that well, Idaho wanted this. And, and you could you can tell that you could tell it, it, it meant something. They wanted to to dupe to come out and play this game. And not that it didn't that our players didn't want it, but it just seemed like Idaho wanted it a little bit more um, mm. than us. And that could be totally off and I could be so off. But. Um, that's what it seemed like to me, but man, let's get into the defense because you know, the defensive side of the ball for, for how much time they were on the field, you know, they played really well. Oh man. I'm so proud of them. I mean, last couple notes on the offense. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, I, 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 I obviously, I have a deep attachment, a special attachment to the offensive side of the ball over yeah. any other, you know, you know, kind of group on the field. Um, but it's one of those things where I know those boys are looking themselves in the mirror right now. You know, oh, yeah. I, I know it's uh, it's one of those things that it's a little bit hard to swallow. It's one of those things where you lick your wounds. And but it's uh, uh, the beautiful part about it is I think those guys do really good about surrounding themselves with each other and basically uplifting each other. And yeah. so I will say this. We had a tough game. We may have lost the battle, but we have not lost the war. And I think there's a lot more to expect. And that's why as a fan, it's, this is so special. You know yeah. what I mean? And yep. so because of that, I'm looking forward to these next couple games because, man, it's going to be a fucking dog fight. And I don't care well, what anybody says. That's one thing you'll never, you'll, <laughs> never, you'll never question that about, about regardless of the teams or the positions when it comes to the Montana you know, football. 
and you know we go out there and we'll, we'll fight to the end and i think that's one thing that we will always see you know it's just it's really about digging a little bit deeper to see what we can do you know yeah but on to the defense like you said yeah. you know for, for for being on the field for that long i think they looked great you know i don't think i ever saw a point in time where i was really worried about their stamina they held in the whole time they yep. pressured they successfully beat the offensive line time and time again. I just think McCoy understood that. I think he knew mm-hmm. coming into yep. this game when he says, you know what? First of all, I respect this game. I mean, to be able to come out and have a performance like that against our defense was pretty incredible. It was kind of fun yep. to watch, you know, being able to say, hey, you know what? There's guys out there that we're going to run out. You know, I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, the feature of the big guy. You know, mm-hmm. you have some electrifying players that make it fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a fun player, player to watch. So kudos to him. Respect the game. You know, but I think he also understood that, hey, these guys are going to be on my throat all day. So I yep. need to be extremely accurate, which he was and which he is as a player. And number two is I understand that I'm not going to have a whole lot of time back there. If if I sit in the pocket, I wait for things to come, you know, I'm, I'm going to lose this game. So yeah. I think he took it upon himself to understand that, hey, you know what? I got to make those certain corrections. I got to be extremely accurate. And it's a 50-50 fold when you want to make those. Because some of the some of the balls that he was throwing, I was like, Jesus. I mean, inches away from guys tipping it. Inches oh, away yeah. from getting potentially intercepted. And the fact that he did get intercepted since the first game of the season, yeah. you know, could have started defense, man. The fucking exactly. rock stars out there, dude. They don't take nothing for granted. Well, and like, like the one, like you said, the – some of the passes were inches away. One of them that kind of c- comes out is when Patrick Connell hits the guy, right? Yeah. I, I, and and throws it, and it's up in the air, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow, somehow, I have no clue. It was, I think uh, Robbie and, and our our cornerback either think that they're they're going to do a screen, or they play up and they run into each other, right? And then it falls perfectly, like just like plops down in one of the guy's hands, and he like walks Perfect storm. in, which Perfect which storm. was like okay, so that could have been easily an interception right there, right? That that led into seven easy points, not necessarily because they outplayed us or or we were in a bad position. It just it just happened, right? Um, one thing is is like you said, is he was able to get away from pressure, and we got. Yeah some pressure on him. I don't think we pressured him as much as we wanted to because that first half we kind of let off. We didn't rush as much as we used to. And I think that was just because we were trying to throw them off and trying to give them a different look where um, they were going to try to get deep. Like some teams have been is throw the deep ball, throw in the middle. And I think that what we tried to do is, is not rush our, our linebackers as much and leave them there so that that would help with the defense uh, through the middle. Um, and also just be able to have a guy there if, if that, if uh, McCoy actually left too to run, um, but he was able to use his legs. And one of the things that I think that um, is, is huge is there were eight of 18 uh, on third down. That, mm-hmm. that that right there necess- wins the game right there. Eight of 18, 44%. You know, on the season, we are holding uh, teams to 25%. Um, we could not get off the field on third down. Uh, and that necessarily just that, that made them win the game. You know, yeah, um, I do think uh, maybe a little bit to kind of the rebuttal to what you say. Hey, we didn't pressure as much kind of early on in the game. Um 
I thought we pressured, you know, pretty consistently throughout the whole game. I don't know, maybe 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 I, I didn't see any, something in particular. Um, but one of the things that I think he just was able to do is just make those decisions really quickly. You know, sometimes, you know, again, with because ultimately when you look at whether it be we had five, six guys rushing, you know, blitzing, it doesn't yeah. matter. He made those those right calls, those right decisions at the right times. And he is a slippery son of a bitch. Oh, my gosh. So sometimes I was just like, this is a sack, lost for five yards, go yep. Blitz. You know what I mean? And yep. then he was able to slip, you know, slip away from there because he's not a, you know, he's not a humongous stature. I mean, he's 170 no, one, pounds, you know, 175 wet. pounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, so I, I know if those guys got the, got the hands on him, I mean, they're going to ragdoll him, you know, oh, potentially, yeah. you know, yep. maybe knocking him out of the game. You just never know with those guys because we have such aggressive yep. defense. You know, I do think that our, our our defensive front, you know, was so superior to their offensive line, and I'm going to hold by this. I mean, I think because of that, that may have been the thought process early in the game. I was like, hey, our our defensive line is just going to suit the floor with these guys, you know. But once they saw that he had a little bit of success, I think maybe that's where the thought process of, hey, we're going to bring some blitzes in to maybe try to, you know, slow him down a little bit. And he was just able to kind of, you know, get out of certain situations. He was able to, you know, have some some success with screen passes early on. You know, yeah. I saw him have some success early on. Um, and then just playing under us too, you know, playing under us. I mean, he found a way to make it work. But like I said, some of them, it was just right there. I will call it right now. If we see them giving the playoffs, I don't think it is going to be a close game like it was this game. I think they got yeah. their highlight reels. I think they, they went through their Super Bowl. But if we have a chance to play them again, you know, down the road, I think it's oh. going to be a completely different game. And so I'm hoping, I'm praying that is the case. I hope and pray that is the case. But it's oh. one of those things is I think single-handedly, obviously you had, you know, you have, uh, is it Hayden or Haddon, the, the tight end yeah. slash receiver? I think I mean, his, Hayden, guy, his name's Hayden Haddon. Yeah. Yeah. Hayden Haddon. Yeah. He yeah. had, he had a game himself. I mean, yep. I mean, good for him. Good for him. Well, we but we I, knew that was going to happen. We knew that they were going to use either Jermaine Jackson, uh, yeah. I believe I, his name, or Hayden Hatton, where they were going to use him in those those slot wide receivers, which we know that teams are going to do that. We know that they're going to throw the ball over the middle because we're going to be rushing and our, our linebackers aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that's that's how you beat our defense is you make sure you, you do quick passes over the middle so that we they can get their the ball out to their wide receivers over the middle when they're we're rushing. That that is the uh the the protocol of, of how to beat our defense. Um and and it's worked up to some points in some situations, but yeah, he had a he had an amazing game. Yeah, you honestly he did. And that's yeah. that's what it boils down to. He just I mean, he just made the right calls. I mean, yep. he was quick-witted. You know, he, he made the right decisions, and he led us into victory. So congratulations to him. But I will say the pressure was on, man. Oh, my gosh. Almost every single snap, you saw those guys applying the pressure. And we got him. We got to him a couple times. Yep. But they didn't yep. phase him. Never phased him at any point in the game. No, We saw the didn't. pursuit of our defense. That's another thing, too, sir. For playing as much time as he did, it doesn't matter when it was if it was the fourth quarter or the first quarter. You saw that same pursuit, that same tenacity from our defense, which was – Awesome to see. And a couple, you know, big shout outs. I mean, it was a third and seven, huge play, setting up longer field goals for their kicker, making them, forcing them to make a tough kick and eventually lead to missing his first field goal of this, of the whole season thus far. Yeah. You know, another thing too, forcing and provoking them to give up an interception. What a great thing about our defense. Because obviously he's a talented quarterback. He's not going to make mistakes like that very often. We obviously have not seen him make mistakes and besides the first game of the season, you know, 
getting his kind of his feet wet. So how incredible yeah. was that to see from our defensive, you know, our defensive side of the ball? I mean, they were on it. They were on it. They were on it. I just, again, I just think that he was able to figure out a way to get it done. So, I mean, um, it's a fun defense to watch. So, you know, this is a yeah. defense that you kind of look forward to. You know, I mean, it makes it so fun because you can tell that they're always up for the challenge. Yeah. It doesn't matter if if, if, it, if it's 12 plays deep, they're going to find a way to go play and they're going to make you earn every single yard. And they 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 did. You know, they did. It was it was no freebies, I think. At no. least. Well, no. And one one awesome thing, too, that it doesn't get doesn't get kind of um, called is just the run defense. Right. You know, yeah, I think on, yeah. on the season, yeah. on the season, we're averaging what teams are averaging 70 yards a game on us, you know. Um, so, you know, this this game, they let's see, I'm trying to get here the actual um, yards gained. Um, it was believe I'm watching. Oh, wow. Goodness gracious. Team. Total net, 52. 52 yeah. rushing yards off of that three-headed monster that that we knew going into that game where they like to to rush the ball. They only had 52 yards. Um, and so, you know, the where they hurt us was, you know, in the passing over, you know, three almost yeah. 300 yards passing, 292 yards. Oh, no, mm-hmm. it's total. Sorry, total. Total yards. Um, and so total offense was 344, but the passing was 292. Um, that's where it kind of hurt us. And, and also just the, the things that we did to ourselves just, just, just hurt us as well. You know, yeah, the... like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> I mean, leading into the half, I mean, it was third and one, uh, or it wasn't third and one, but I just remember where we had a, uh, rough in the passer, passer call yep. right before the half. Yep. I mean, this is one thing that I was thinking about, you know, and this is obviously common sense, obviously. Yep. Um, but uh, they led that, t- that drive for a touchdown. And the mindset going to half 13 5 is very, very different than 12 13. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, it's a different mindset as a player, it's a different mindset as a coach. So it's one of those things is that shouldn't have ever happened. You know what I mean? Yep. It was one well, of those and that, that, that switched the momentum drastically because we had stopped them on that third down. It was yeah. after the play that they threw that, that flag and got the first down, which then they, like you said, got that touchdown and then they got the ball back by an onside kick. Mm-hmm. To start the half, exactly, man. So just, just, just that. I mean, it, it's tough, you know. Yeah. I mean, pendulum swings. I mean, momentum killers. You know, it's it's one of those things. Where again, it goes back to really what I said in the you know the first comment. Basically, it was just like, hey, we beat ourselves. Yeah. You know, we beat ourselves. I mean, as coaches, we beat ourselves as players. Um, but it just gives us something to look forward to. You know, right yeah. now we're at a low. Right now, the only place that we can go is up, which is a good part about it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, there, there's a couple of things that we need to do, and I, obviously, I love the pressure that we had. You know, we just got it. We got a challenge back. We got, we got, we we swung at somebody. We hit them, but they swung weren't back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, uh, they, they were tenacious, man, just trying to get it done. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes in the game of life, sometimes in the game of football, it it doesn't swing your way. Um, but that's okay, man. I'm still extremely impressed with this defense. I think they play their hearts out. It's yep. just a couple cleanups that we need to do in order to continue to be a dominant program because, um, like you said, man, I mean, our our, our, our rush defense was incredible. That was awesome. Oh, oh my you gosh, know? yes. The yeah. pressure was there. It was there. It was there. It just, you know, by, by uh, you know, half a second, half a second, a quarter of a second, he just was yep. able to get the ball off. So, 
I mean, credit to him, but also I don't think it was a discredit that we weren't trying enough or that we weren't no. in this space because we were. We were. We were. I think that, you know, you, they we punched them and they punched us, but I think we punched ourselves as well just with some of the mistakes that we did. You know, like the, the one thing that, and I'm not going to be one of those fans, that it was a horrible call, but that fourth and one where they oh, got that first down. I don't think he got it. Oh, my Lord. He was like a yard short. I don't think he got it. I thought that was a bullshit car. Again, oh my god! Momentum killer. Momentum oh, yeah. killer. Yeah, yeah. And our and our defense and our defense relies on the that momentum. Once you get our defense where they get a little bit of momentum like that, you're not getting it back. It, it yeah. just builds and builds and builds, and you cannot get that back. So you could feel it right when that happened. The atmosphere was going. The guys were getting going, and then they gave them that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Um, so just some yeah, that's, that's obviously out of the control of the players, man. But that yeah. was a bullshit call. That was a bullshit. <laughs> Maybe they saw something I didn't see down there, but I didn't see a first down. I did no. not see a first down that drive. Well, yeah. I mean, he 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 didn't go forward. Like usually, the the um, well, that's the part, that's the part about it. Yeah, yeah. When when you saw it, I mean, you you saw the guy. Um, I don't even know what player that was, but all I saw was Robbie right on top of him. He yep. basically took his legs out under him, so he had no opportunity to try to reach for the first. Yep. You know, and he was, rolled was, back. He kind of like it rolled was this way. It was yeah. textbook. You know, yep. that's a highlight real type of play, you know, when it comes to being a DB, you know, yeah. or a safety or regardless of the position. I mean, but yep. still, I mean, that's a highlight real play, you know. So because of that, man, I, I guess just, just some things didn't go our way. Yeah. Some calls weren't made, you know, to swing our way. And again, that's just the game of life. It's a game of football. Well, and you know, if if you look at the, the missed opportunities, you know, we had a we had a PAT blocked again. We had a, a safety on a mishandled punt. Um, and then the, the onside kick right after halftime, you know, th- those are, you know, just off the off the top of my head, there's three points there. Um, mm-hmm. but then just some momentum killers as well. You know, if that that uh roughing the passer, they scored on on that, you know, that's seven points. Yeah. So a lot of their points that they got in that first half we helped them with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I, I feel very confident in our defense. I feel like that uh, we do need to get some things addressed with just the passing over the middle that I think some other teams will try to take more advantage of um, some passing teams. Uh, I don't. And I think that this next game that we're going to preview here in, in, in a little bit is going to be somewhat very Characteristically wise, very similar to what Idaho's going to try to do to us, or what you they did so? try to, what they did to us. Yes. Hmm. I don't know about that, man. What, what you don't what, think so? I don't right. know. I, I guess it's just one of those things. Is it, it, it's tough to say, yeah. you know, because when you think about it, when you think about a football team, they're obviously going to study and they might pick and choose a couple things that they thought was, you know, that worked against us. You yeah. know, when it comes to Sacramento State, you know, kind of previewing this past game. But I also think it's one of those things that, you know, I think there's going to be some major correcting, you know, so because of that, it might be more of a risk for them to try to implement those sort of things, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're going to try to copy what Idaho, Idaho is going to do. I just think that what they like to do is very similar to what Sacramento State's going to want to try to do. Not that okay. it will result in the same aspect. I just think that they're going to, tr- it, it, there, there, there's some subtleties in what they, Sacramento State and Idaho still like to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so. no, yeah, I, I could see that. You know, I mean, as as any great, you know, 
you know, fan of the game or just uh, just a person that analyzes it and appreciates and respects it, you know, when it comes to yeah. the, the coaching side of things. You know, that'd be something I'd be looking at too. You know, like how yeah. can I implement some of those certain strategies? How can we overlap those and maybe be successful in our own way? Um, but again, it might be a scary thing because that's what we're going to be looking for this upcoming week during practice. We're going to know we're we obviously, you know, there's enough game film to understand that, you know, this team that we play, they're a really good team, you yeah. know. Yeah. And so, I mean, they have the makings of a special season on their side of things, too. We have yeah. the makings of a special season on our side of things. And so, again, it goes back, kind of boils down to what I said. Who's ready to nut up? Who's ready to go play some football? And let's see who comes out more bruised and battered with a W. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, hey, man, let's let's get into our next game. Let's let's move. I got to shake this, you know, yeah. this, this emotional, like. We got to get it off. We got to get this off. We got to have a system. We talked yeah. about it. We cried about it. It's okay. I wept myself to sleep, you know, Saturday <laughs> night, but I am alive. Um, the day's going to continue. Uh, yep. The game's going to come before we know it. And we, this will be 100% in the past yep. uh, by the end of the season. So um, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Yep. Um, a, a super anxious game and a little bit of a nervous game, you know, watching it. You're sitting there at the edge of your seat like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen now? <laughs> you know, are we going to get this first down? Are we going to stop them? Or you know, can we get this, you know, third and third and long, you know what I mean? So yeah, those sort of things. Yeah. And so, um, but I'm ready to flush it out of the system. You know, I don't even care no more. I, I forgot even who we played this past weekend. So I'm ready to get onto the next team. I, I, I love the uh, the comments that you texted me. What the hell? <laughs> we don't lose to Idaho. <laughs> yeah, because we don't, man. I mean, yeah. last thing I'll say, we don't, we don't lose to them. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, I mean, you, you want to talk about, you know, rivalry games. You want to talk about this. That's just one team that we don't lose to. You know, it's it's obviously the same mindset week to week, but that's a special team. Obviously, there's a reason that there's there's a little trophy involved. You know, it's just yep. one of those teams that we don't lose to. So, um, yeah, man, um, it's out of my system. I'm done. I'm done. On the on the better and greener things, you know, this week we have a a prime time game. Number two, Sacramento State's playing the Grizz. We're at number seven, uh, ESPN two. Uh, at I believe it's like nine o'clock, which is nuts. Oh my yeah, gosh, it's going to be yeah. nuts. Uh, but yeah, Sac State—they've had a great season. Uh, they are undefeated. They're six and zero. Yep. Uh, so they played Utah Tech, which is um, isn't it? Utah Tech renamed themselves from oh what was it? Uh, Dixie State, wasn't it Dixie State? I believe it was. Dixie State, Dixie State yeah. that we played last year, they they renamed renamed themselves. I don't even know they renamed themselves. Yep. Damn, that's how you make <laughs> suck. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> so they, their first game, Sac State played uh, Utah Tech. They won that game fifty six to thirty three. Uh, mm-hmm. Then they then played Northern Iowa. That one was kind of a back and forth game, which I think that uh, Sac State kind of in the end was too much to handle, and they beat. Northern Iowa, thirty-seven to twenty-one. Uh, then they went to Colorado State. Man, they whooped Colorado State. Yeah, whooped yeah. forty-one to ten, uh, which is, you know, Colorado State. I think has won one game this year, and even though it, it it's not a a football power like it used to be in the Mountain West, uh, to be able to go into an FBS team, no matter what there's their their you know record is to whoop a, an fbs team like that is amazing in itself um yeah, so, yep. yeah you, you got to give them credit uh played cal poly which 
this score kind of surprised me. I think it was late where they got their points, 49 to 21. Cal Poly uh, kind of crept back into that game late. Uh, Northern Colorado, they beat 55 to 7. And then this last weekend, they just pummeled Eastern Washington 52 to 28, which that was a pretty close game for a couple quarters. It was 21 21. And then they just steamrolled uh, Eastern Washington that, that last game. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it, it it's and gonna be interesting. They are also co-defending Big Sky champions. Yep. Champions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and they they uh, Taylor, their coach Taylor, has only lost one Big Sky game. In How long his, has he been in the league for? How many? Like three years? Four years? I think his three? third year, I believe. He's yeah. lost one Big Sky uh, game. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Taylor has got something going. He's got, you know, some alma maters of ours in uh, Craig Pol- uh, Paulson. And then I think they have another guy on their defensive staff that is in Yeah, the defensive line from- coach or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they do have some guys that know know us. They know what we're all about. Uh, mm-hmm. So going into it, man, it, I wouldn't say it's like a triple option. But they do use two quarterbacks. Yeah, they, they, I mean, I know they have a dual quarterback threat. Yep. You know that they have back there. Um, they run kind of an ish, ish, like yeah. a loose triple option type of yeah. type of you know offense. That's for yeah. sure. And so they 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 are Jake Dunaway is their quarterback that usually when he's in there, usually most often he's going to be passing it. Uh, mm-hmm. He's ninety four of one forty five with uh, eleven hundred twenty one yards. 11 touchdowns, four interceptions. He's only averaging about 186 yards a pass uh, for, mm-hmm. for a game. Um, mm-hmm. Their other quarterback is Asher O'Hara. Uh, mm-hmm. He's thrown the ball 36 times uh, or completed 36 of 47, 320 yards, four touchdowns. Um, but that's not where he gets his action. He gets his action when he's running the ball. Yeah, um, I think he has like 11 touchdowns or something or total. He, you know, like yeah, yeah, he's got 11 touchdowns running the ball, I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He is a preseason all-conference player, uh, but they also have Cameron Scadaboo, 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 um, mm-hmm. who is a beast of a running yeah. back. Uh, almost eight yards per carry. Yeah, 96 yeah. yards or 96 attempts, 740 yards, five touchdowns. He's averaging something crazy like 124 yards a game. He yeah. obliterated Eastern Washington for like 204 yards last game. <laughs> Which Dude, what's even was, more impressive that they're oh. like a top five, you know, offense in the nation right now. Yeah. I think they're averaging like five something per game. That's nuts. And like a lot, a lot of it is just rushing yards too. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, averaging yeah, yeah, over yeah. like 300 yard rushing yards. Um, which is crazy because like he was, if you look at the, the Eastern Washington game that their running back Cameron was like, hurtling guys and like yeah. stiff arming them like he knows how to stiff arm if you want to like that that's a, an art where i don't think a lot of people a lot of running backs use now is this the 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 stiff arm man but uh he is a, a a talent uh with those two kind of running quarterbacks they do have some guys that can receive the ball uh you know their preseason all conference tight end uh marshall marshall martin is is a is a threat um mm-hmm. 28 receptions 362 yards as a tight end um five touchdowns 
You know, they have an, an, a couple other guys that we know pretty well from last year. Uh, Jared Gibson, who's got 18 receptions and 207 yards. And then Pierre Williams, I think he he scorched us, I believe, if I'm, I'm remembering right. He scorched us last year. Uh, 19 receptions, 214 yards. They both have two touchdowns. So they, they have an offense. Their uh, offensive guard, Brandon Weldon, is an all-conference uh selection on the offensive line as well so they've got some guys they've got some talented guys um, they are very confident in their scheme of what they're going to do uh, mm-hmm. and they they set up the run and they'll get you on passes if, if you're not if you're not careful and so that's mm-hmm. kind of how i kind of um thought that idaho and uh, sacramento state were kind of similar as they both like to run the ball and they they set the run up for the pass and uh they like to control the ball right um, they, I think they had the ball like 38, 39 minutes against Eastern Washington, which was very similar to what Idaho did to us. And so it's going to be really interesting. Can, you know, Sac State get their ground game going versus a, a defense that stops the run? Um, yeah. And we're going to be playing at Sac State. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things that is going to be interesting too. And Angel, you can say, uh, say this too, is – we're playing at eight o'clock there, nine o'clock our time. That, you know, our games are usually one o'clock. You night by nine o'clock, you're probably getting treatment. You're probably getting food by the time uh, on a normal on a normal weekend, and you're just starting to play a game. That that's can be hard on your body. Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. It's different. You know. Um, I think uh, I think when we played them in 2019, I think it was a little bit of a later game too. But yeah, I mean, you're I mean, it makes a point. You know, when you think about it, I mean, the latest games that we normally have is six o'clock. You know, yep. those are the night games for us. Yep. You know, so but ultimately, when I'm kind of thinking about because I've had a couple couple later games for sure. You know, past six o'clock, and I don't ever remember it being something that I was just like, oh, that's six. I just remember, you know, throughout the day, you would wake up in the morning. You you you'd have breakfast with the team. You go to meetings. You do some film study. You do a walkthrough. Basically everything that you possibly do in the morning, and yeah. then you have a little bit of downtime to go back to your room. You go back to your room. You kind of wait, you know, an hour or two, depending on the kind of scheme. If you're injured, you're in the training room. So I spent a lot of time in there. Um, then you would also do a little bit of kind of a like a just get your body movement type of workout. So we'd meet as a team, and then we'd get kind of rolling. Just get loosened up. You know, kind of start early, too, just so we can start stretching and getting ready for the game in the afternoon. Um, and then you would have your, you know, your pregame rituals. You know, your pregame rituals of, of all your meetings, your offense, your defense, your special teams, team meetings, all those sort of things before you start getting up for the game. I just I just remember being an extremely long day. I don't ever remember being a detriment to my actual, you know, hey, okay, this is what I got to do. This is so hard on my body. I just, I actually preferred it simply because I was injured. So a lot of times it'd be like, okay. I get so much more time to actually just roll out my body, you know, use a bear gun, use the hockey pants, get some PT work done, do those sort of things. I get to warm up in the morning too, you know, so I enjoyed it. You know, I, I never really met anybody. I just remember being like, oh, fuck, this sucks because you're, you're here all day long. You're in the yeah. hotel for hours and hours and hours before you start getting suited up and ready for the game. But um. So I'm not necessarily worried about the late time game. I'm just worried about the quality of the opponent, you know, simply because yeah. this is a quality opponent. Yes, you know, when you think about it, and you know, we have 
And in the big sky, I think we have the best rush defense. You know, I think in the FCS, I think we're like third and fourth or something mm-hmm. like that, yep. maybe even a little yep. bit lower. But um, but we're pretty competitive when it comes to that. And I yep. think when it comes to stopping their offense, um, it's going to rely heavily on the scheming. It's going to rely heavily on that defensive front. And it's going to be, our, I think, really our first big challenge, you know, yep. simply yep. because they are a talented offense, you know, and it's if you run a triple option, it's one of those things I've seen. I've been a part of some triple option games when Cal Poly used to be completely triple option where yeah. they we either they either beat the hell out of us or we yeah. beat the shit out of them. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. With exactly. the occasional throw over the top just to kind of throw us off. And that's where it gets yep. scary because you get you get into this rotation of chase, 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 chase. Yeah, where you're locked. Yeah, yep. yeah where, you, where, where you start to you know be like, all right, I know they're going to run the ball, so I'm just going to chase. As opposed to being like, okay, as a defender, not a defensive lineman, but as a defender, I need to be aware that, hey, yeah. they're going to be true to the assignment. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's yep. where it gets a little bit finicky, and it's kind of hard to say. But I know those boys are fucking up for the challenge, let me tell you that, because, oh, my gosh, it's going to be a fun one, that's for sure. You know, they well, they yeah. obviously have some players on the offensive line front. They have some players all the way around with the quarterback. They're, they're I guess, their dual quarterback system. But um, it's one of those things you just never really know – how to really kind of game plan for something like that because it's so hard. You know what I mean? Well, and if, you, if you're not careful, if you don't stick to your guns and stick to what you're supposed to do, you're going to get taken advantage of. Like if you don't stay in your lane, if you don't have uh, your ends kind of securing the end of what you're supposed to do, it could be a long night. Mm-hmm. It could be a really long night. And like you said, either, you know, you, you get <laughs> – you get your butt kicked or you kick their butt. It, 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 it's, it's, it's hard to watch because you're just like, oh, he's right there, right there. He's right there. Just like tackle him. Right. But it's not that simple. Uh, it's one of those games where I, 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 I hate it as an opposing person, like playing against it or watching it because it's, it works effectively if you're consistently and patient enough to let it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they've got a good system. It's a great team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year because usually what Sac State do, does is they have a great season, and in the playoffs, they falter, right? Dude, they, they suck in the playoffs, yeah. They suck in the playoffs. They have not done anything other than they've had, you know, I think back-to-back, you know, Big Sky uh, Conference championships, but they haven't done anything in the playoffs. So that's the mm-hmm. first thing, and I think that's where they get kind of – the lack of respect is people don't want to, you know, think of them as a great team or they don't get, you know, not necessarily like this year they have because they've, they're number two, but they don't really get the publicity or the notoriety of other teams is because they haven't shown that they can do it in the playoffs. Yeah. And so other, other, you know, people are kind of hesitant to kind of label them as a contender. Um, but their kicker as well, Kyle Santokowski, is an all-conference kicker, 8 of 10. Uh, looks like he's 4 of 6 from the 40, perfect from 30-plus and 20-plus. He hasn't kicked a uh, field goal for over 50 yards at this uh, this season. So they've got some good good special teams. They've got a good offense, and they've got a, a pretty good defense as well. Um, if you look at some of the guys that they have, um, Armand Bailey is their linebacker. He's a stud, 38 tackles this year, one sack. Um, I believe five and a half tackles for loss. Uh, Marte Mapu, hopefully I'm saying that right, 31 tackles, one sack. Uh, 
who's a nickelback, I believe. And then there's two safeties, Cameron Brassard, 28 tackles and one interception. Gavin Davis-Smith, 24 tackles, one tackle for loss. And their other linebacker, um, Brock Mather, 24 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss and one, one interception. Uh, they're, they're, they're a good defense. They're, they're, they're a good defense. It's going to be interesting to see what our offense does against their defense and, and see how we get our offense kind of going. Uh, I think that, that being away from home might help our offense where the pressure of being at home isn't there and they're going into a, a, a I wouldn't say neutral field, but like, let's be honest that what their stadium holds like 8,000. I mean, um, I, think, I think it actually holds about like 20, but all oh, really? only feel like six or something like that. I could be wrong, really? but I, but okay. I just remember not being thoroughly impressed. I mean, I think I read somewhere it said 20, um, okay. but I just remember every game, it was about like 6,000, 5,900 yeah. or something. So nothing that yeah. I was overly excited about, you know, but yeah. I mean, I think you, that might be a good point. You know, it might be, yeah. it might be good to get away from the city for a little bit to kind of get a little bit of a refresh, regroup type of mentality. Um, yeah. Obviously coming up a loss, I think obviously they have a little bit of a fire under their ass right now to, to, to get back on track. You yep. know, so I think that kind of, you know, swings the pendulum towards our direction as opposed to the team that hasn't known defeat right now. You know, I will say that I do think that Eastern has played in some games earlier on and like early on in the game where they've been a little bit challenged, but always found a way to kind of start to dominate the team that they play. You know, I also think that everybody else's defense is not our defense. I yep. also think that they haven't played against a defense that has kind of those four quarters in their system. You know, so because of that, I'm interested to see how they're able to handle that, because once you're down, it's easy to it's really easy to start rolling over people. You know, once you get kind of momentum going, a pendulum swinging in your direction. But I think when you play against our defense, it's just something that you don't see, regardless if it's 59-0 or if it's or if you're under. These guys are going to be coming for your head. So which is why it's a tall order for those front seven this week, you know, can really being disciplined to to their gaps, to their assignments really kind of focusing on providing some pressure to on those two quarterbacks and uh, really kind of getting after it. Where I do think that we may have a potential to be successful is that obviously they're really talented on the offensive side, but they're, they're a good defense. They're not they're a good. great yeah. defense. Yeah. They're not a great defense. No. But when you play against a great defense every single day, you automatically have an advantage simply because you're playing against some really superior players. You know, yeah. so because of that, I think the pendulum is going to swing our way when it comes to our, I think we're going to start to click a little bit. I think we're going to get a little bit creative. We're going to fall into a little bit of a rhythm this week. And obviously this is me just throwing out a little bit of prediction, but I think it's going to end up swinging in our direction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, we're going to have to look for something on offense to kind of get us ourselves going. Um, I One thing that you kind of mentioned, I didn't know if you knew though, but Sac State, it, their schedule kind of has been kind of like ours. They haven't yeah. played anybody necessarily and not, not, not any disrespect to Eastern Washington. That's a good team that they have there, but their, their overall record is not a winning record. They have Sac State has not played a team with a winning record. Mm-hmm. Neither have we, except for Idaho. We played Idaho mm-hmm. and they, they've, they've had a winning record. So it'll be interesting to see these teams that are in the top 10, two teams that are in the top 10 that, you know, I think we've played, I think, I think Idaho was underrated as a team. 
I that so team, too. that team should have been ranked coming into that game. Uh, yeah. That was a good team. Um, by no means <laughs> should they have not have been rated. So I think that kind of throws kind of a uh, if you don't really look at it closely, um, a kind of just kind of a haze over it. But it'll be interesting. I'm really, really uh, wanting to see this game kind of play out because there's so many things that could happen in this game. That's um, the tough part about it. I mean, it can swing in so many different directions. <laughs> exactly. You know? So yep. it's really hard to sit here and say what needs to be done, what do we need to do on the offensive, defensive side in order to stop them and, yep. and you know, obviously score some points on them. But ultimately, you can go in any any, any way. You can yep. go in any direction. It can follow a, a certain game plan, you know, to T or it can be the complete opposite. Yep. And that's what it makes it so hard, obviously, as sitting here uh, kind of thinking about it, and I'm sure fans are, it's going to be like, hey, you know, on paper, you know, based off our performance last week, a lot of people are, are under the assumption that, hey, it's not going to swing our way, you know, which is fair to say, obviously, you know, yeah, I'm not mad yeah. about that, but it, it's the Grizz. That's the tough part about it. You can never rule them out, you know, yeah. regardless, which makes us such a dominant team and a feared team in all of FCS, you know. Yeah, yeah. we're probably still in, uh, inching our way back to that dominance, you know, but it's ultimately one of those things that whenever anybody plays this, it doesn't matter. They're always like, okay. We need to do something special this weekend. We need yeah. to have a, a little bit more consistent practice schedule. We need to be better here. We need to be better here, you know. So because yep. of that, it's always intriguing. It's always it's it's always fun to know that we're going to get everybody's best. And I think we're going to be able to see truly the best of both sides. I think our offense is going to step it up a notch. I really, really, truly believe that. Yep. I think our defense is going to continue to perform and, and cause some challenges for Sac State that they didn't anticipate. And they're going to yep. run to some things that you're like, how the fuck do we stop these guys from doing that, you know? And so it's going to be super, super, super fun. Well, and I, I think that that our our, our team's going to come in pissed. Uh, I think that... Well, hell yeah, bro, dog. <laughs> you know, coming, yeah. Off, coming off of two weeks where Idaho State, we should have blew that team out, which it didn't happen. And coming off of a week where they had to simmer on that and then just things happened in that Idaho game where we had a chance and it didn't happen... They're going to want to get uh, a good taste in their mouth. Um, I think that I, I go back and forth. I see some, some things kind of like you said, the pendulum swing one way or could swing the other way. It, mm -hmm. it just, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. I, I, I'm, if you guys do not have ESPN2, you better go to a bar because it's not going to be on ESPN plus it's going to be on ESPN2. Um, so I've got to find a, a place to go watch this game. Um, Dude, I do too. That's what sucks. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it, hey, if it's on ESPN too, are they gonna um, sometime during the night or something like that put it back on ESPN Plus so that we can rewatch it if if they do? Who knows? But okay, Angel, I've got some keys. You tell me if these keys are good keys or if you disagree with them. Keys to the game. Okay. Give me the keys. So stop big plays by O'Hara. Okay. The big plays, he's going to be running the ball. He's their kind of their big play guy where he's able to throw it. He's going to be running the ball. I think that you're going to see the big plays by O'Hara and by Scadaboo running the ball, but also don't don't get beat by Dunaway where he's going to throw the ball. Um, so limit those big plays. Uh, on the offensive side, run the ball. I want our our offensive line and our running backs to just run the ball, find 
find some holes, just gnash them on the offensive side and just win that front up there. Um, mm -hmm. Play clean, right? Uh, we've had some, some uh, turnovers. We've had some personal fouls that kind of got the best of us. Just play a clean game. I think yeah. if we play a clean game, we win over the, tur the turnover battle. We're in this game. We clean up our, our special teams, which we didn't get to. Uh, we got to a little bit, but our special teams has kind of not has been not as consistent as we usually want it to be. Mm -hmm. uh, if we sure those things up, we'll be in this game. So those are my keys: run the ball, play clean, win the turnover margin, limit the big plays on Sac State side. Uh, I think that we'll we'll win this game. Yeah, I think if we can kind of uh, create a little bit of a balance between that run pass, I think it'll be super successful for us. Um, it'll give uh, an opportunity for Lucas back there to feel a little more confident, a little more comfortable, understand it's not going to be all on the pass game, which obviously would be good. It'd be great to get our running game kind of a little bit more established too, especially when we're so talented back there. You know, getting some of those guys in the right rotation with the right schemes um, is going to be big. I, one thing that you said that I'm just thinking out, you know, last game, you know, kicking ourselves um, – there was just a couple penalties, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's tough to do because you're, you're on a fine line. It's so close from not being a penalty to being a penalty, but just yeah. being able to sustain and control ourselves in that type of direction could eliminate some of those fourth and ones could eliminate some of those, you know, third, third and shorts, you know, potentially give them a, an opportunity to keep that momentum going in their favor. Um, I think, I, I think it's going to be a huge challenge for our defensive front seven, you know, and I think they're up for it. I think it's been a huge challenge for our offensive line just to create some of that balance. Um, like you said, being penalty free. And then obviously, like you said, I mean, you, you said all the keys correctly, you know, it's really the key for every single game. So a lot yeah. of people listening, they're going to say, Hey, you, know, you do that every game. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. But obviously, you know, there needs to be a little bit more of an emphasis this week simply because we weren't able to execute that last week. So sometimes yeah. common sense isn't always so common, you know, it's a little bit, there's a little bit more to that. So, um, winning the turnover battle is going to be huge for us too. You know, those, those two interceptions that we had this past game were just gut wrenching simply because oh, they yeah. came at the wrong times and it happened at the wrong place. And it just ended up obviously giving them a chance to win the game, which they did. And so yep. just being able to eliminate that against a really good team is going to put us in the best position to really kind of take the game and uh, take it away from them, take the will to want to be out there. You know, we're playing on their home field. So it's a place of comfort for them, but people don't understand it. it's the same place of comfort for us too. You know, yep. every every field that we step on, there's a mindset of, hey, this is our field, this is our turf, let's go run away with this game. And I know everybody, I know everybody and their mamas is freaking out right now because of last <laughs> week's performance. You know, they feel like they, it's the end of the world, and it, it sometimes certainly feels like that. But we're gonna be okay. You know, I need the fans to remain faithful to the circumstances and understand that sometimes things don't go our way, uh, but we are who we are for a reason. You know. Yeah. Um, there's a reason that the Grizz are feared, you know, and then uh, we need to approach every week with that mentality simply because that's the reality of the situation. People are yeah. scared of us, you know, which is why they prepare different, you know. So yeah. because of that, I think we have a very talented team. I think our guys are extremely competitive, uh, like Bobby said this past week, you know, extremely competitive. Um, and I think there's going to be something to these boys that we haven't seen in a while, you know, that's going to get us back on track. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Exactly, exactly. So before we get to predictions, um, we've got one question here. And, uh, and uh, 
Yeah, beware of the D. Ah, I mean, he, my guy. He, he is our faithful man, our guy that, that ah, always indeed. gives us a question, man. And I, I, I feel for him because he his question kind of um, – I don't know if he wrote this on Saturday or, or right after the game. Oh, it was on Monday. Um, so if you talked to me on Saturday right after the game, I would have been one of those crazy fans that was going all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I've kind of had some time to kind of settle, kind of look at it. Um, but uh, his question, uh, he goes, my hot take, uh, Rosenbach should be out of a job. It seems like each year we have a talent on offense, and I have no idea what the offense identity is whatsoever. It seems like we cannot execute and have no sense of urgency at times. Way too many yeah. three, three and outs, not just in the, in this game either. Offense, in my opinion, has been most the most inconsistent part of our team the fast, uh, past few years. Uh, it's incredibly frustrating to watch. What is your take on Rosenbaugh? That's his first question. Um, I, I can't necessarily say he should be out of a job. I think that, you know, that's, you know, do I think we can execute a whole lot better than we have? Yes. Do I think we can run some things that will better suit our guys that will get our playmakers the ball? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that, you know, should he have a job? That's not, I, I think he's going to be, he's going to be there the rest of the year. Uh, that's coach Houck's responsibility to look at that at the end of the year. Um, and I, I don't know how, how he evaluates that. I'm sure he has an evaluation period of what he does with evaluating coaches and what he needs to do and what the program wants. Um, so do, do, do and, I, and this is kind of the lame kind of answer, dude. I, I think that what we have is what we have. We have some players that are very, 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 very talented. I think that the others, some other coaches with him should get a plan in place where we are better suiting our players. Uh, there's other coaches, offensive coaches that can help. I think that they should help and kind of get a, a better plan where it's maybe – Livening, livening some things up because you, you do have some great comments there. You, you know, we like we said in the the which was kind of uh, coincidental that identity. We talked about that this this podcast. We talked about the executing. We talked about that. Um, and so that's my opinions. What are your opinions, Angel, on that question? Well, first part. You know, it, it, it's a little bit tougher thing to say because I'm loyal to T, and I, I you know I played under him. You know, and I yeah. I, I had a pretty good relationship with him so 100 yeah. do i think he needs to be fired 100 no and this is not me speaking as one of his former players this is me just kind of evaluating you know the what the game is um and, and it's a tough conversation simply because um as the game transpires you know over the course of many 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 years um it changes you know mm-hmm. and i think uh one of the things that bobby did and it worked out to the benefit it to He's bought back a lot of more traditional coaches. And because of that, it's it's been able to really challenge us as players and breed us and basically say, hey, you know what? There's a certain way to do it. And we got to go back to the fundamentals, you know, of what it's always been. You know what I mean? So it's a little yeah. bit of that greediness that he has. Because that guy's no push around. That guy's serious. He'll get in your ass. Uh, he plays no business. And he expects a lot out of you. If you suck, he has no problem saying, you suck today. You got to be better tomorrow, you know? Yeah. 
And so it challenges us. So I really respect that and appreciate that because sometimes, I, 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 especially in today's day and age, I think a lot of people are scared to hurt each other's feelings. Oh, yeah. um, and then uh, don't hold me to fault for that, but that's just the way that I grew up. It was always, hey, I'm going to tell you what it is. You're not going to like it a lot of the times, but I promise you it's for your benefit because I want you to be a better performer, a better player, a better man. You know, and I think he brings that to the table. I do actually enjoy his offensive schemes. I, I had a lot of fun playing in that tent. Uh, again, I love Stitt too. I love Stitt too, and I loved his mindset and loved his philosophy, you know, but a lot of times I gravitated towards uh, Hauk's, Hauk's style of coaching, you know. Yeah. So it was just a different style of coaching. I, I, felt I fit in a little bit better with that type of scheme. And so because of that, I feel the same way about, about, about Rosie. Um, absolutely love the guy. Absolutely respect the guy. But I do think it's one of those things is, and you just said it correctly, Adam, is that there's there's a couple of things that we need to do to be able to execute a little bit better. You know, yeah. maybe transitioning from, you know, uh, getting a little bit of a hybrid way of thinking, you know, might be beneficial, you know, yeah. uh, simply because if, if, if you stick to traditional and old school, you know, a lot of times you might run into, you know, hybrid schemes that you just, it just doesn't fit well. So because of that, taking advantage of, of, of what modern day football looks like is going to be advantageous to anybody simply because, you know, traditional, you know, new school, you know, middle school, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. You know, yep. you're, you're willing to adapt and kind of change. And that's our role as football players over the course of many, many years. It's changed. Players have changed. Positions have changed. You know, there's, oh, yeah. there's a reason for that. And so it's a little bit of a different style of football. And so um, I think he is a phenomenal coach. So no, I don't think he needs to be fired at all. I think he, 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 he needs to be in the program. I think he deserves to be in the program. I think he's a complete asset to it. Even though that if it, there were some times where we didn't see eye to eye, he made me a better player and he challenged me. Yeah. And I think that's what uh, we want from this offensive side because he's yeah. not sitting there saying, Hey, it was all good. No, he's saying, Hey, we played like shit. We need to be better. And that's just the type of man that he is. He looks himself in the mirror first. And I think I'd rather go to war with somebody that I know that has that type of integrity as opposed to a different type of coach that's going to say it's all good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, his other question that he has is one more question here, guys. I consider myself an optimistic fan, especially for the Grizz. I think Idaho was wildly underrated, and we totally agree. We've said that here. And any Grizz fan who expected us to blow them out, uh, was was on was high. <laughs> However, the Dude, loss. I want to get this guy on the podcast. <laughs> I know we should get him on. However, the loss was one of the most discouraging ones I've seen in quite some time. Drop That's passes, fair. drop snaps, stupid That's mistakes, really fair. turnovers, yeah. all around ugly. I'm having doubts that we are a national title contender. Can one of you change my mind? Um. I'm not going to say that we're a national contender, a national contender right now. Uh, the, the way we played the last two weeks, we're not. I I would honestly say that we're lucky to be ranked number seven. I I was fully expecting to be out of the top ten. Um, I I think we should be out of the top ten. We did not play like a top five, top ten team, um, and so I think we got kind of some leniency on that. Um, being number seven, uh, I if we're going to be playing like we are right now, we're not a national title contender right now. Do I feel like we have the pieces? Yeah, we have a top five defense where in any offense that we're going to play, you look at North Dakota State and South Dakota State. What are they going to want to do? 
They're going to want to run the ball. Yes, we're going to have a – there's going to be some differences in how they, – they have offensive lines that are, 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 are great, but we have a, a great defense as well. Uh, where it's going to come down to is our offense. Our offense is, is going to be the linchpin of what we do. We need our offense to be a little bit better than it has been the last three to four years, where it's more productive. It's getting our defense off the field and scoring and moving and moving the ball. Uh, do I feel like we're a national contender? Um, I think we can be. I think we really can be if, if we fix some of the things that we have done. And if you look at it, can we say that any of these teams have beaten us? And I would say no. I would say we have beaten ourselves. All these games, we have, and we've only lost one game, but the Idaho State game just feels like a loss just because of how we played. Mm -hmm. um, all those games, we've beaten ourselves. None of, none of the teams were better than us that were outperforming us in. So I would say, I would say we, we, we can be. We are, we are at that point right now, no. I'm not going to be able to, you know, to change your mind right now. Angel, I know that I kind of went around in circles there. What's, what, what, what are your thoughts? No, I think you said it. Um, I think you said it. There's one thing to hold on right now. Um, does he give his name? I know it's beware the D, but does he have a name? No, we need to. Uh, I will, I will uh, send him a, a message and be like, dude, we need your name, man, because. Yeah. We, we need to give you a shout out yeah I, lo I love this i love the questions that he brings about and i love hearing from him but i think uh i think you 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 hit it on the money right there you know i think one thing that we need to be aware of is that you know a, a national contention is, is is far away you know it's sure. it's a lifetime away in 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 the in the player's eyes you know we're obviously thinking one to know you know the beautiful part about it but where the d is at this is that um that there hasn't been a moment yet that we haven't had a chance, yeah. you know, um, that's number one, you know, regardless of who they play. I mean, we play Sac State. It's a formidable opponent, a scary opponent in a lot of people's eyes, but there's, there, there's a chance. And mm -hmm. that's the beautiful part about it. You know, yep. no, you're sitting here thinking the same thing. I know you're thinking, uh, you know, there might be a chance that we can win this game. There might be a chance that we could win out the rest of the season. There might be a chance that we could make playoffs and make a run for it, you know, there's never a moment in time that I think as a Montana fan that we can't sit here and be like, there's no way. There's yep. no possible way for us. Yep. So that's number one. So that's number one, something to lean on. Uh, number two is, like Adam said, we shot ourselves in the foot in the game, in, the, in, the, in this past game. Yep. It wasn't anything that they did that was overly spectacular. But they overly spectacular. They had a good game. I mean, congrats to them. Slow yep. clap for them. But, but ultimately, ultimately, we beat ourselves. That's another thing to look at, you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, when you look at those two things, I mean, you start to, you kind of realize, hey, you know what? We do have a chance against Sexton because we do. Yeah. We do have a chance against uh, against against Eastern and, and Weber State. I mean, that's just what it is. That's what Montana is. And so because of that, hold on to those two things. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. There's It's a never a no for Montana. And that's the beautiful part about it. I can't speak to, you know, where we're going to be at in the month of December. But all I can say is, all I can say is, it's it's far from over, you know. Yeah. And being a one and zero is the goal for this week. And I think, I truly think, I mean, this is me, you know, speaking from the heart. I I think we have a chance. 
you know, and, and I'm rooting for them in my predictions. It's the same thing. I have a realistic expectation that we are going to come out on top, but it's going to be, it's going to be a nasty one. And that's yep. what we want here. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, and that, uh, beware the D. Thank you for your questions, man. Thank you for always shouting us out and, and giving yeah. us a, a question. We appreciate it, but that leads us to our predictions, man. Um, I got a question for you, Angel. I should have mm-hmm. asked you before. I, I don't think we can really give a winner to last week. Because we both said the Grizz are going to win, right? Like, we can't we can't give a win if we don't. You just, you just want one leg up, huh? Because you know I got closer to points, huh? Did I get closer to score points? The 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 object of no 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 yeah, um, I, I I can give you the win because you did. You know, it was it no, was, no, 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 it no. Was I like a challenge. I like a challenge. I like a challenge. Let's uh, let's let. You're right. The prediction was a dub. It should have been a dub. We didn't get that. We were wrong. So uh, we'll we'll take that one off the record. Uh, yeah. simply because it wasn't in the win category for us. Um, but um, I guess I you who went last time for predictions. I went first last time, so it's you. Up. So it's my time. It's my yep. time. So I think we're going to end up 38-34. 38-34. Yeah. And Grizz win? Grizz win. Of course, of course man. Of course. Okay. Um, I've been going back and forth on this. And the only reason I said 34 is because, is because I think that we're going to block a field goal. Or not a okay. field goal, but a PAT. I think the we're going to block a PAT. Yeah. See, I think it's going to be a whole lot closer. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, and and the pendulum, I I I, I could see it going both ways. Well, because both I, I see I see either a missed PAT, yeah, or I see two field goals. Okay. And so that's why I got thirty-four. So I'm thinking thirty-four. I think thirty-eight. I think we they were in that room. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. 28 24 All right. I was going to I, I was going to say uh, I was going to say 27 24 I really want to cuz I think it's going to be that field goal that touchdown kind of game going back and forth 28 I don't know how we would get I'm going to say 27 24 Okay. Cuz because I, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I think that both defenses are going to, you know, we're going to be locking down the run. Um, yeah. And I think it's going to be a close game. I do think that we we will win. I think that um, we could I, – I see it both ways. I could see it being a win. I, I could see it being a loss. Um, mm-hmm. If we don't come prepared to play, we're going to lose this game. Um, yeah. Just because it, this, is a, this is a good team. Um, and we've got back-to-back games where we're playing formidable opponents. Sac State this week, Weber State. We have to go to Weber State next week. Uh, I think what helps us is they they're playing the Cats this week, and so they're playing they're playing a no easy team either this week too. So um, 
it, it kind of helps us out that way on the back end. Um, but yeah, the, the, we'll see who wins. I need, I need a win, dude. I need, I definitely need my first win of the season. Let's see, bro. Let's see. We'll celebrate. We'll throw you a party if you win this week. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, guys, remember, please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, that helps us out tremendously on Apple and Spotify to get us out there. Um, also, you know, we have joined the uh, FCS Fans Nation uh, YouTube channel. Uh, they've got a lot of uh, other good stuff good stuff out there, different teams. They have a national show that kind of goes over all of the FCS. So give them a look. Subscribe to their YouTube channel. You'll find us there. You'll find all of our videos there as well. Um, but, yeah, definitely give us some love out there. Review, rate, review, and subscribe. And um, also get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on Instagram and on Twitter at Fight on Montana. We want to hear from you guys. And, uh, yeah, can't wait for this week. Yeah, man, it'll be a fun one this week. Uh, it, it, it's going to be I'm, – I'm just going to be glued to the TV, really. Yeah. I'm going to find a place to go watch it. I'm going to support – um, and again, yeah, like we said, we just joined this uh, FCS Fans Nation on YouTube. Bunch of good people. Um, yeah, they really know their stuff too. So if you guys want to get an insight yeah, a little boy. bit uh, uh, about what's going on in the FCS or the Big Sky, um, they, they'll give you a little bit of an insight. And so it's always fun to kind of compare and contrast because they're super talented. They know what they're talking about, and so yep. and they're good people too. So it makes it fun and competitive. So again, uh, rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what you guys think. What you guys want to talk about. Uh, beware the D. We need to have you on one of these days, man. Exactly, and, uh, man. And uh, and uh, go Grizz, man. Go Grizz, fight on.